welcome into another episode of the West Life Podcast. We are sponsored by Holman Barnes Group. Uh, that includes West Ashfield Leagues and all their amazing venues and the best place to watch a game live and loud this Sunday afternoon. I'm sure they'll have the game on despite it being a trial. So good that they cover trials as well. Uh, at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter, give us a follow. Uh, lots of good stuff going on the socials. Lots of great discussions. I know Mr. Bashara here was hotly debating the Appy Coruscant captaincy on his Twitter today. So the socials are hot at the moment. Uh, if you want to support and take part in the show, we've got a few questions from our Patreon members later in the show. Patreon.com forward slash Westlife. And shout out to all our YouTube and Facebook streamers right now joining in while you're there. Uh, like, subscribe, turn notifications on. And welcome in, Mr. Bashar. I'll go to you first. Uh, the Api Coruscant captaincy news that dropped uh, literally as we're live on the air Monday night. So that was an instant reaction. I know you've been, as I said before, you've been pretty hotly debating it today. How how are you feeling on this Wednesday evening? And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Appy thing a little bit more because we've got some Tim Sheen's uh, interview to listen to about the whole thing. But how are you feeling about the whole the whole thing at the moment? Well, firstly, I hope you guys are well and hi to all the listeners out there. Uh, look, as I said Monday night, I you actually asked who we thought was going to be the captains, uh, and I actually nominated Abby as vice-captain. So just playing devil's advocate, I just think if you're one of these people who's upset by what he said at the end of last year, then we should have ripped his contract up and he shouldn't be in the team. So you've just got to accept it and move on. Um, all I was debating today wasn't so much him being captain. It's just the fact, like I, I gave the pros as to why he should be captain. He's a three-time premiership winner, probably the most successful player in the team, et cetera, et cetera. But then I kind of heard other arguments. You know, he's never captained another club before. But the part that I thought was amazing, even though the people I'm debating with on Twitter say it's quite normal, is that there was a vote amongst the players as to who they wanted as captain, or, and they actually had two choices, and that that was a large consideration. Obviously, the coaches had the final say, and I, I just thought that was highly unusual, that's all, because, and like I say, who am I to question Tim Sheens, but I would look at Tim Sheens as he's been a coach for 40 years, he's had this playing group for three months, so he's observed everyone training how everyone reacts to everyone else, who would get the best out of each other, who is the best person to lead the team. So I just think from all that observation and his experience, he just would have said, well, I think he's the best person to be captain and I think he's the best person to be vice-captain and that's it. And that's actually how I thought it all came about when we went to air on Monday night. And But having since found out yesterday that it went to a vote, I just thought it was really weird. But then i got other people who I chat with regularly saying it's quite normal and I just don't think it's really normal. Like, what if they voted on, for example, how many training sessions do we have a week? Do we vote, have 10 training sessions or five? Like, what are the players going to vote? They're going to vote five. Like, you, you know, I just, don't, I, just yeah. don't think, I just don't think you let players do those sort of votes. I get the fact that they want to work out who's going to respond to who and all that sort of thing. But surely Sheens would see that through training. And, and I just thought he came up with Coruscant because of how well he's training. He's you know, going to touch the ball more than anyone in the game, etc., etc. I, I just found it really weird as to how we got to that decision. I just think thought it just should have been made by his observations, not by 
the inmates kind of running the prison for want of a better term. And Aaron Thompson coming in from his house in Orange. How are you tonight, Naz? Not too bad, thanks, Josh. Uh, it's a bit hot in my room this evening. I've got my fan on, but it doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot for me. So I hope everyone yep. else is a little bit cooler than I am at the very least. I'll wipe wiping the sweat off my head at the moment. <laughs> Before you know it, you'll be back in the beanie and jacket live on the air. Oh, uh, I, I have a feeling that'll be around like mid to late April. That time yeah. normally comes around Anzac Day. So that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. The country life. Yeah. Pros and cons. Look, no traffic, beautiful scenery, fresh air. But, uh, yeah, the, the harsh winters and harsh summers out there. I don't know how you do it. Okay, we've got it. Uh, yeah, we're trying to make the Wednesday shows brief, but there's actually plenty to talk about in what's still, I guess, the off-season. Obviously, a trial to talk about this weekend. Lots of players included in that, so we'll preview that as well. But we've already touched on it before. We talked a little bit about it. It on Monday. Uh, Appy Corosau is captain of the West Tigers for this year, and Tim Sheens, uh, I've got a clip of him talking about it uh, to 2GB yesterday afternoon. I think it was Rob. Yes, 6 30 in the evening on 2GB. Yesterday evening. So, yeah, um, I think we've with, with Adam Hawes. Some good stuff. Yeah, good stuff from Sheensy. He's very good with the media and that sort of thing. So, uh, as on screen, obviously, people on audio won't be able to see it, but I have put Appy not only in a uh, <laughs> hat straight out of uh, Gilligan's Island, but uh, that's the brand new release today, Captain's Run jersey. What are your thoughts on the new jersey? I like it. I like that it's mm. a pro- predominantly white one because we haven't had one of those, I think, since the, the nines a couple years ago. Um I, I don't like it as much as I liked the one that had, I think it was Leichhardt, the image of Leichhardt on the front and Campbelltown uh, on yep. the back. I thought that was really cool. But I do like the colour scheme. I've noticed a few people in the Discord saying it seems like a bit of a throwback to the uh, the Sevens jersey. Mm, those um, claw marks, the, yep. yeah. and I saw the images of it. And I, I could I could kind of agree. So it, it looks looks pretty cool. I like it. They... Hmm. They do seem to like doing something fresh. So, I mean, we've got that for the captain's run. We've got the Beyond Blue themed warm-up jerseys. So, yeah, club's doing well with the jerseys at the moment, I think. Yeah, Brandon just said on YouTube, uh, it's better than the home jersey. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be unhappy if this was a playing jersey. What are your thoughts, Rob? Have you Had you seen this yet? I, I had seen it. I, I love yeah. it, but I don't know if I'm, you know, just being a Tiger supporter, but have we really ever had a bad jersey? Like, I love all uh, the, the yellow coming. one from Foundation Cup, yellow jersey, 2010. Okay. Yeah. That was Fair enough. hideous. I mean, it was it was only a trial match. The, remember the Foundation Cup against the Roosters? Yeah. Um, you do see, the, see them getting around at games sometimes. It was like literally like fluoro yellow. They were pretty gross. But uh, as can you think what of any, um, any bad jerseys that we've had? The white... I had this jersey and I have it in a Robbie Farris, like a spare Robbie Farris cut number nine. Yeah. Like the the grey and white one that we had, what year was that? I want to say 2016, maybe six, 16 or 17. Might have been 15. At the grey, it was grey or probably white. So only a little bit, not to get in the colour ratio stuff, but 
I don't mind a white jersey, but you got to throw in a decent amount of black and orange. But um, is, yeah, Tiger, Tiger twenty four seven just said the grey jersey, so he's obviously yeah, he's the right. Same one. I, I think I'd block that out of my memory, but I think you should have yeah. captioned that. You should have captioned that, uh, Josh. Happy, happy, happy. Oh, you, you do like my crusty of the clown. It's not double too bad. K for captain. Yeah, double okay. K. I, I recognise that. I, I uh, thought you missed an opportunity with the name of Monday's episode. I thought you could have just called it "Are we happy with our new captain?" Ah, very good. <laughs> I did. I did say, "Are we? Are we happy with happy?" I did. I did rhyme in the uh, in the in the caption. I was a little bit creative with that. So many. Uh, yeah. The... Sorry, you you keep going. Yeah. No, you go. I'm just about. I'm just bringing up the Sheenzy Sheenzy's quotes about it. We'll play that. But what do you, what were you going to say? I was just yeah. I was just going to say um, the only jersey I can think of um, since I've really started paying attention, like since I became a member um, back in 2016, was I think it was the 2017 alternate jersey where it was like orange across the front with uh, like white on one shoulder, black on the other, and the black was kind of slanted inwards. Yeah, I didn't mind that jersey. Yeah, I have I that, didn't like that jersey. I have I have thirty three West Tigers jerseys, I think now, but um. Didn't mind that jersey. I, I specifically, I, this is so weird. I can remember this. I wore that to the Easter game. We played against the Eels on Easter Monday, and it was my birthday, and we lost. What year was that? Twenty. I want to say twenty sixteen. Yeah, I wore it to that. So uh, maybe because we lost, I never wore it again. I actually, that's probably one of my most worn jerseys, just because it's so simple. It's not not very busy. I don't. I don't. I wear that one quite a lot, actually. So uh, sorry to disagree with you there, but uh, it's all uh, what do you call it? Uh, subjective. Subjective. Yes, yeah, subjective. Yeah, subjective. We look forward to another year with our major sponsor, Wes Ashfield from the Holman Barnes Group. The new umbrella brand acknowledges their 22 years of partnership with our beloved West Tigers and is named after leg- legendary Keith Holman and Keith Barnes, who were included in the list of the nation's finest footballers of the 20th century and both admitted into the Australian Rugby League Hall of Fame. Uh, visit any of their three venues, West Ashfield, Croydon's Sports or Markets Club to enjoy all your favourite games from the home of the West Tigers. For more information, visit their website, holmanbarnesgroup.com.au. H-O-L-M-A-N-B-A-R-N-E-S group. Uh, righto. This is what Sheenzy had to say about the captaincy with uh, Appy Coruscant on 2GB last night. So it goes for about a minute. So I've cut it, cut a little highlights package here for you to listen to? Uh, I've seen, in what time he's been at the club, I've seen the national leadership, but um, and so have the players, because it was a player vote, um, and coaches had a say as well, and uh, I put it all together, and, and Appy has, has got the numbers, and I think uh, got the, you know, the, the right uh, feeling amongst the players to be the, the natural leader. He does it at training. Um, he's certainly the most highly decorated player we've got. Uh, so, yeah, there's all, all those things point to, um, and he's in a position where he, he carries us forward or uh, leading by example. So lots of good things, I think. Simple. It, it's it's uh, a private vote and um, basically a, a first and second choice and um, and, and Appy polled um, extremely well in that. Mind you, I, I have also... 
come out of that with a, a small leadership group of other players who were voted for. So now I know who to speak to when we start talking about uh, what's going on in the club, what needs to be done. Also, when Appy's not on the field, who would be someone that you would appoint as uh, a standby captain while he's there? More than happy, he, he said, uh, didn't club, he didn't come to the club to stand in the background, so he was quite happy to accept it was, and was humble about the fact that the players voted for him. First year at a club, sometimes players as popular as they might be or well-known don't particularly want that uh, mm. burden, um, and it is a burden. You do got to carry that sort of thing. Uh, as captain, there's lots of things you've got to do to represent the club as well as the team on field. It's not just winning the toss, Adam. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, um, no, he was at all. Um, a number of the other players who had uh, been voted for too came from other clubs and uh, uh, this year. So um, at the moment, I'm happy with what they did. And you know, the players have had three months to get to know him, or the best part of that. So um, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy with the way the choice went. Righto, Rob. So he, he asked a couple of questions in between there, but he kept going back to the player poll sort of thing. It almost sounds like Sheen's is basically, I wouldn't say wiping himself of the decision, but it seems like it's had a massive, you kind of talked about it already, but it had a, a massive influence, basically the players. And you said, you mentioned before the players running the asylum, but does it sound a bit like Sheen's maybe not, maybe wouldn't have gone with Gappy or, yeah. Uh, well, I can, I've got some serious inside information, factual inside information, that Sheen's first choice was Joffa. Okay, and it was pointed out to him that Joffa might not even be in the team. That's how strong our forward pack is in terms of starting. So when that was pointed out, I believe that's when he was sort of open to to suggestions. And I, and I think, you know, look, as long as they've come up with who they want in the end, that's fine. But I, I, I know for a fact that Sheens was uh, going to go towards Joffa. So obviously the players' vote has had a significant influence. And, and I dare say, you know, he's got other coaches there as well that would have influenced that decision as well. But uh, like the, the, the $64 question is, he does mention in that clip um, who's going to be captain while he's off while he's off the field. So he's obviously there, there is an admission that Appy's not going to play eighty minutes. Obviously, so who's going to take over from there? That's going to be interesting to see. Mm. Well, they haven't named. You mentioned on Twitter today as will whoever's named this weekend be vice captain. But that the, with no Brooksy, that might be uh, it. Might be him. Who knows? But um, how do you feel at as about it being a player vote rather than Sheen saying no, we're going. I, I want this guy to be because at the end of the day, he is. He's got to go to the press conference of Sheensy. He's basically the voice between Sheens and the players. Uh, it is a little bit odd that you wouldn't just go with the coach's first choice. Mm, I mean, I guess um, the coaches, or Benji in particular, has some ideas about what he wants Joffa's role to be whether that's the case moving forward from like oh, while Tim's the coach before, and, and then Benji himself taking over. But yeah, as for the player vote, I, I do find it a bit interesting. Um, it was how we ended up with the five captain fiasco last year, which thankfully uh, Tim and Noddy 
uh, revoked once they basically took over the team. Um, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I mean, I guess looking at it from what Appy said um, after the Panthers won the grand final, I guess the players don't care all that much about it if um, if um, he's been like voted the captain by the other players. So, I mean, I guess he must have been showing his teammates enough that he's a leader and wants to lead from the front at the club. So I, I don't know. I, I'm going to hope that the, the team have been good judges of who should be their captain. But I guess the only way we're going to find out is by watching the team play. And obviously Appy's not playing this week. So we're going to have to wait a couple more weeks to see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, Rob, is there anything else you can take away from that Sheen's comments? No, look, I, I, I guess the, even it's going to sound contradictory because I kind of want the coach to make the decision. But at the same time, it just shows that Sheen's is trying to get with the times and adapt and, and you know, not be, you know, so domineering in his decisions. He, he's happy to listen to other views. Like, I, I get that part of it. And I've heard some good arguments, like I say, yesterday and today about it. Uh, look, the first thing I did after Monday night's pod, Josh, and, and we knew Appy was captain, I kind of basically put a tweet saying, look, there are pros and cons, and I and I get the reasons why for both. But as a supporter base, we've just got to move on and accept it now. Like, we can discuss yeah. it now, which is great. We're, we're, that's what shows are about, to discuss and have our opinions. But we've just got, got to all get behind it now. Like, I hated what he said about the team last year, and, and I'm sure lots of people hated it. But if we're ex- warmed, if we're accepting him into the club, and we just got to forget about it. Otherwise, they want to remind him every week. It's just like reminding Dane Laurie about wearing the Penrith jersey. We've just got to let that go. Like, it's 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 ancient history now. So um, I just hope, you know, the, the players follow him and, and listen to him and uh, and we have a good year. That's all we can hope for. Well, the good segue, Rob, because I do have a clip about Sheen, Sheen, from Sheens talking about that comment. What's done with a few beers in you after a grand final is is... And of course, the media are always going to hound you, and that's that's the nature of um, of the internet these days. Uh, you know, things are always out there. But look, the, this isn't, as far as I'm concerned, it's got nothing to do with where we're at. He's been at the club now. He hadn't he hadn't come he hadn't even arrived at the club at the time, and um, and I'm happy with what's happened since he got here, and so are the players. So again, I stress that they were the ones who who have to be led by, and they felt led by him as the way to go. So, yeah. So, Rob, your take from that? Look, I, I, agree with all, I, I agree with all that, except the part that he wasn't at the club yet. He'd signed a contract with the West Tigers. Have some respect for the club you're going to, and don't say shit like that. I, I, mm. I, I'm not going to let that go under the influence of beer. That's bullshit. But the rest yeah. of it about moving on and all that, I 100% agree with it, but he never should have said that. If I, if you or me signed with, with our next employer and shat on him like that, I, I don't think we could just say, oh, well, hang on, I was just drunk or had a few beers. And I, you know, it, it, it was the wrong thing. And, and Appy's admitted it's the wrong thing and we've just got to move on from it. But no, I, I don't agree with that part of what Sheen said, but I totally agree with the rest of it. Right, we'll move on from Appy and on to... Uh, John Bateman, who we're still waiting to be approved to get in the country. And Shinzi, thankfully, he gave an update on that. So here's Shinzi on John Bateman and trying to get him over and into the West Tigers 
playing squad? The main thing at the moment is waiting for the police report here from Australia. So, um, and somehow that's got uh, mixed up. Um, but we're on it at the moment, and uh, hopefully we'll, it'll, it'll sort itself out in, in the short term. Not prepared to say when, where, and how, but um, it looks like we've finalised what the major holdup was. So, as that sounds like, hopefully we'll get him. I mean, it's crazy. Like, how long ago did he sign? He signed was it before Christmas that he signed? I think it was Boxing Day. They the yeah, club announced it, was, it. So crazy that it's taken this long that to get. An English import in. I don't remember another. Can you remember another professional athlete, especially from the UK, like having such an issue getting getting into the country? It's no, it's weird. No, like it's, I can't think of any time where that's where that's happened. Like it's just crazy. This like especially just between Commonwealth countries, you can kind of understand. I don't know, coming from America or where there's visa issues and that working visas and stuff are a little bit harder, but man, how many, how many Aussies are over there pouring beers in England now? And what was um, it, Josh? Wasn't it like a $42 visa application or something, something really pathetic like that. Isn't that what the, what the holdup was about? Yeah. I, no idea. So fingers crossed. It's, um, that's what I saw yeah, today as well. Sorted. Yeah. I know Lee, there's a story uh, on SEN. Lee talked about it a bit, but he pretty much, was talking about what uh, Sheenzy saying there, and I think the club kind—they're not really revealing the exact details of it. So time That's will fair. tell. Time will tell. Righto, on to the footy this weekend. So we're playing the Canberra Raiders at Belmore on Sunday at three uh, fifty-five p.m. I believe. Let me just double check that. So we'll go through the team list. I should have put the time up there. Dave Laurie at fullback. David Nofaluma and Cam Amalo on the wings. Brent Naden and Tommy Talau in the centres. Adam Dwayhe at six. And Brandon Wakeham is at seven. Luke Brooks is out injured. Tim Sheens did share something about Brooksy, which I'll play in a minute. But as much better looking back line than last week. And compared to last year and the with the signings we've made so far, I think that's almost as good as our back line can potentially get. I do think um, our centres should swap sides, but that's a that's another issue altogether. I think, yeah, Rob was saying after the All-Stars game that Brent definitely made it clear that he was a right centre and playing on the left alongside Nofa. That that seems like a bit of a risky combination to me. I'm, I'm sure we'll see if that gets... Um, Terrorised by Canberra on Sunday, Arvo. Two fifty-five PM kickoff. Not three. These tri- weird trial times threw me off. I couldn't remember who it was for. Three o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. It's meant to be a bit of a scorcher. I hope we're not wearing black jerseys, Rob. It's going to be. Oh, I don't think we will be. <laughs> I bet. I bet you we're wearing black jerseys and Canberra no. being their whites. I bet you. <laughs> I doubt it. Hopefully, Canberra's wearing their green, and it won't matter what we wear then. Yeah. Uh, what names of that list are you keen to see, Roberto? Oh, look, I'm keen to see Dane Laurie get a full game at fullback or at least, you know, a lot of time at fullback. I want to see what Knopf is like. I, I, you know, like he had a pretty bad year last year. Kenny, the way Kenny played last year was amazing. I just want Kenny to get through this, no injuries. Uh, Aaron, I reckon, as, as we're talking about with the centres, I think Brent Naden would have played 
you know, 12 weeks in training at left centre. I've got a feeling if Kapoa comes on and Kapoa being a left centre, we might get to see Naden play both sides this week. So hopefully Naden swaps sides. But the onus is going to be on Adam Dwayhey. I mean, I think Brandon Wakeham's just going to be giving the ball to, to Adam and, and saying run the show, you know, because as we said, Wakeham's only been there for two or three weeks. So um, I think a lot's going to hinge on Adam. But just, just overall as a team, we need to put in a really big performance because, you know, as soon as we had that poor trial, I mean, sure, I, I criticised it a bit Monday night, but if you looked at all the media outlets, they were starting yeah. to rip, rip into us already. They love nothing more than the bag of, you know, shit out of us. Yeah. So I think we need a good trial. Mean, it doesn't have to be a win, but it just has to be super competitive yeah. for, for most of the game. So, it, look, that's as good a back line, unfortunately, as we have available. Like, I, it's not, I don't think it's a great back line, but... That that's the best we've got right now. So what what changes would you make? Obviously Brooksy at seven. Yeah, I I think Brooksy and it's going to be a fight between Talau and Kapoa for that last spot. But that's that's what I thought all preseason. I I didn't think Charlie Staines was going to get a start on the wing, and obviously Dane had that fullback position cemented. So uh, I'm glad that Naden's not being deemed as a winger anymore, which is great. Uh, always thought Adam should be number six, but you know that could potentially have changed if Moses had come straight away. There were there were a few little combinations that could have been tinkered with, but as for who's available this week, that is unfortunately look, and I say unfortunately because of Wake and we don't really have another backup halfback. That's as good a backline as we can field, in my opinion. Nathan Castilli wrote, uh, "Isn't number three right center?" <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if he's serious or if it's the, the inside joke. Well, to, Tommy played right centre in the trial. And now, hopefully, Sheens, you saw how good Naden was. But I just can't see them undoing 12 weeks of training Naden on the left and then switching yeah. him to the right because he had one good game. But I'm, I'm hoping, you know, with, in a bit of time that that will happen because, yeah, Naden's such a strong runner of the ball and got that big right foot step and the right foot flick. So it's just a waste on the left side. Yeah, isn't uh, the old number debate. Just let them wear what number they want. Uh, <laughs> in the forwards, we have Stefano Utoi-Kamanu and David Klemmer at front row. Jakey Simkin is at hooker. Isaiah Papali'i and Alex Seifarth, uh, second row. And I think we said the other night, Alex Twoll, we probably won't see him in the 13 jersey anymore. It only took <laughs> two, uh, 24 hours and sure enough, <laughs> He's named in the 13 jersey uh, as, yeah, a little bit, su- su- a few surpri- couple of surprising picks here, I reckon. Yeah, surprising, but it's still a pretty solid forward pack. I mean, maybe 12 isn't a bad choice for 13, especially if he has been working on his offense in the, in the preseason. We did start to see some improvement from him last year, so I'm hopeful that that continues um, be good if he can develop a really solid offload. Um, that's probably the, the most important thing because if he's carting a few boys down the field from the 13 and, and is able to pop an offload, that's a really good thing for our halves to be able to take advantage of. But front row, that is a great front row and I'm really looking forward to seeing the momentum they're able to give um, Jake and the halves that I'm looking forward to that. And, Safarth was the surprise for me. I thought maybe we'd see Bloor starting um, to give him a chance because I think he's who's going to be starting come round one. But 
maybe they're trying to just ease him into it a little bit more, considering he still hasn't played all that much in, well, year and a half now. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm a Sean Bloor stan, as the kids say, but yeah, I I think Sean will come off the bench to start with, considering he's uh, had a year out. But yeah, what are your thoughts on the four pack, Rob? Yeah, I agree with Aaron. I like Safarth is a massive surprise at second row. Uh, he did play quite well, to be fair. Yeah, he did have a good game. But I mean, to think that he'd start ahead of Bloor, etc., it's kind of a bit of a. I mean, I guess maybe that's a reward because Tim Sheen said anyone that does pretty well in the first trial would get rewarded with, you know, with, with some sort of, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, a promotion, I suppose. Um, and then Twally at 13, you know, we've had Benji talking about how he wants a ball playing lock. That doesn't really <laughs> look like a ball playing lock from these days. Yeah. All, all I could put down those two selections, say Farth and Twal, is they're on for like 20, 25 minutes just to absorb the defensive workload. And we're not going to really be too expansive in the first 20, 25 minutes of the game. It's They're probably there just to, you know, catch Papali and Tapine and, and those sort of big, big boppers that Canberra have got because that, yeah, that, that I. Like, if you told me that that's who was going to start, I just would have laughed at you. I really would have, because maybe, maybe Twally to start at prop, but, yeah, I, I can see Twal getting a rest pretty early. It'll be his first action, what, since the Canterbury win that yeah. we had at Leichhardt Oval. So, um, yeah, Bloor's going to be there. And the other thing, too, maybe Sheensy is looking at that second row spot, because, let's face it, even if Bateman gets here in a fortnight, you're not going to throw him straight in around one on one training session as a starter, like we'll probably have him on the bench, but I, I can't see Bateman starting with no, you know, basically no training sessions with the team. Mm. So I, I, I don't know. They're, I mean, look, it's, an, it's a trial. I mean, we'll just see how it pans out. But yeah, I, I feel bad for Bloor. I thought Bloor was a, an absolute shoe in to get one of those spots. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a trial. I don't think Sheen's, would he really be strategizing to win this, they're probably going to play it in quarters. So I think it's going to be jumbled up a little bit, trying trying a couple of different different things. That's just yeah. That's why it's kind of odd to not really throw out for a team that's changed, made so many changes. Like it's basically we're going to go into round one, kind of not really knowing. Well, like obviously at training, they would have been training in certain positions, but not getting. Yeah, combinations on the field and that sort of thing. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and obviously, don't put, don't put it past Sheensy for a, a little shuffle pre-game too. Like, even though he's yeah. named that, I mean, Twally and Safarth could start on the bench, and Blob might end up starting. Like, it's not it's not unlike Sheens to not change the team within half an hour before the game. So that that's a possibility. But I, but I think there is going to be a bit of pressure to do well this week. Well, I, I, I've got to be honest. I I really want a good performance this week, even though it is only a trial. Like, I kind of need to see more. Because I felt like the structure we played with last week is what we're going to see from everyone, no matter who's there. And, and I need to see better than that. Obviously, Api Corusau is out, as is Luke Brooks. Uh, Tim Sheens did say a few words about this in that interview as well. His training, his, his injury is pretty clear at the moment. We're just not risking him at this point. That's come from last season, his injury. Whereas Appy, last Friday, trained fully when we are in New Zealand. And uh, had a small twinge. Um, scans show very little issue. 
and uh, but I'm not prepared to push him into a trial this week when we've got three weeks to season. So um, we'll take uh, a you know a precautionary um, stance on that one, and I'll uh, and it's the same with books. Um, we'll just um, you know that's half our spine and very important couple yep. of people to get back into our team. So uh, they're they're still training, but uh, I'm not prepared. to yeah, so yeah, obviously precaut- taking precautions. That's what I, I tweeted out on the West Life Pod Twitter about basically being worried, semi worried about combinations not going to be formed by round one. Api Corusel, yeah, won't play a game for us until round one, and people, a few people, added me in return. I also used like a meme as well. I thought I was kind of being tongue in cheek, but. It got hammered. People saying, "No, it's only a trial. Don't risk injury." I'm like, "I know. Like, I know. I know. I know. Like, yeah, it's the right thing. Any any slight little niggle. It's 24 games in the season, but um, yeah, I don't know. The first two games at Leichhardt, hopefully, it's enough to get us over the line. Like, you almost would you almost hope that it was harder games to start with, and then play at Leichhardt once. Combinations got through. I don't know. Time will tell, but yeah, fingers crossed. The boys and it's the Titans and what is it? Titans Knights. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully the talent is enough, and yeah, we can get a couple of wins in those. So we really need. It's obviously only two out of three like art games. Really need to get those ones uh, locked in. Uh, Right at the bench. So Fanula Pole. Charlie Staines, Sean Bloor, Tuki Simpkins are fourteen to seventeen. Not that it really matters. The whole the bench is the bench in a trial. So uh, Justin Matamua, Asu Kepa Oa, uh, Atasi James, Stafford Toa, Junior Tupo, and Brandon Tumuth and Will Smith uh, in eighteen to twenty four. Tumuth gets the Michael Jordan twenty three this uh, this week. I say that jokingly, but. Have you guys ever noticed, maybe because I am a basketball fan and noticed the number 23 as well, shouts RIP Shane Warne as well, but whenever a player gets called in late, like they often, because they named 21, you'd think they'd go, well, no, they know, yeah, they named 21. They usually skip 22 and they pick a 23. So part of me thinks, do players like want to pick 23? I don't know, but it's... Just a random random observation that I've noticed that yeah, late late call up players that are stars not wearing their normal jerseys like to get that twenty three. But anyway, uh, the bench, Rob, what are your thoughts? Plenty of uh, yeah, plenty to watch there between obviously Sean Bloor coming back, uh, Tuki Simpkins. I'm hoping he he looked okay in the trial. He had a good uh, offload, and that's so not the trial. Sorry, in the All Star game. Uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, my guy Sean Bloor, keen as to see him back on the footy field. Uh, who was it? Randomizer mentioned I heard he spent, heard Bloor spent time with the rehab crew recently. At the open training day, he didn't take part in the scrimmage and he was running down the sidelines back and forth. So, uh, yeah, possibly there, but he's named on the bench. So I'm assuming if they're playing him in a trial, uh, his body's sweet to go. So, uh, Kim mentioned no Joffa. Yeah, no one's mentioned no Joffa in the side this week. Do you think that's just because he's old and they just kind of say, ah, that's all right, 
Joffa. He's like an experienced players don't really need a trial. Plus, he's been in the side for a minute now. Uh, I stand corrected, Josh, but I, I think like everyone else in the club, he's got a calf injury. I think I think I think everyone's got a bit of a calf thing going on at the moment. I'm sure Joffa's yeah. got an injury, otherwise he'd be playing for sure. So I yeah. think I remember seeing something that said three players were out injured. I think it was Appy, Brooks, and Joffa. Yeah, I thought Brooks. Was the calf. I actually think all three of them are calf. I think Coruscant is a calf, and I think I think Joffa was a calf as well. So three we've got calves. some old uh, three men with old old man injuries. Yeah, calf injuries. What are they? Too much basketball on the uh, the new basketball field they've got on top of the. <laughs> Yeah. But look, of that bench, Josh, I mean, Pole was fantastic, as I said, Monday night. Um, yeah. Sainz was really good. Uh, looking forward to seeing Bloor. Didn't see enough of Simpkins in the All-Star game for mine, so want to see more of that. Want to see Matamua play better. Uh, even look, looking down the bottom there, I want to see Will Smith and how he goes. Tumuth was amazing. The part that actually surprises me, from what I saw in the trial on Saturday, I'm really disappointed Sione Fainu didn't get a run. I actually thought he was really good, and he can't make, what, the top 24 players. So I actually thought Fainu would have been there. He, he impressed me quite a bit. But, look, that that's good for us. Had plenty of forward depth, as I, as I keep raving on about. Uh, no Rua, I just noticed, in this one. He's got the hook. So out of – what have we got? How many bench players are there? 11 bench spots. He didn't get one as – yeah, I'm I'm not too surprised after his performance in that first trial. It wasn't all that great. Um, so I think they probably maybe felt Tumuth deserved the spot a bit more over him, or maybe it was James who took that spot off him. But, it, I mean, if Sheenzy's given a few of our younger guys another run based on merit from the first trial, I think it's pretty fair to say that Rua misses out. You know, I, I think Smith will get that Rua spot there, uh, Aaron. Like, I think it's... Like, he played dummy half. So, I think it's just more about giving Smith a bit of a run, perhaps. Mm. Uh, I, does anyone know in the comments, let me know, where New South Wales Cup, they've got no, nothing on the website, New South Wales RL website, about where Cup are playing this weekend. So, it's a double header. So, I don't know if they're playing before us. Plus, it'd be way too hot to play that time of the day. Although, the Cup... Um, I do know Penrith's Cup side played before their game last week out in Penrith in but at two or three o'clock in the afternoon. So maybe yeah, this heat man, the, this heat wave on Sunday. Um, fingers crossed, I man. Cramps, like yeah, fingers crossed. We just get Josh, through this game. Josh, did you see that bombshell that just got dropped in Discord? Uh. Good. Have have a read of it. I'll I'll keep the show moving. I, I, I can't, dead, I can't dead read air. it. It's, dis- it's disappeared off my telephone. But um. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, there's a bit of talk that possibly uh, we're pretty confident of getting Moses. Okay. Via, via a board member, I believe it. Anyway. Okay. Bit of, bit uh, of I, I can't read it while the, the notification keeps disappearing off my phone. But anyway. Right. Time will tell. I mean, we've been hearing Moses. We've we've all heard Moses uh, talk and rumor and that sort of thing. So I don't know. Fingers crossed. There was obviously a story on Fox Sports 
Fox Sports today about the whole thing, Rob? Yeah, that we've apparently he's he, Paras or Moses Management is saying that we've offered uh, two point one million dollars more over the whole term, and there's a there's a few ways you can look at it, but one of them from our point of view is it's probably being leaked because he might be about to agree with us, and that might uh, make the Parramatta fans backlash just a little bit less louder than what it would be because you know how can you begrudge a bloke making two million dollars more over five years so that that's one theory but like you said there's been there's been more talk about Moses than the biblical one over the last two thousand years <laughs> so, so yeah we'll just see how it pans out yeah he's parting parting a sea of cash you could say definitely uh right on the Canberra Raiders side uh, Jordan Rapana, Nick Kotrick, Matthew Timoko, Sebastian Chris, Harley Smith, Shields, Jack Whiten, and Jamal Fogarty is their backline four pack. Joshua, uh, how do you say Papali's name? Pa- uh, uh, is it Papali or no? That's our. That's our one. Okay. I think they both. I think they both are. They're both because they're spelled different. Uh, Danny Levi, Emre Gula, Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead, Joseph Depart, Depart. Tarpanay. Tarpanay, thank you. Uh, Brad Schneider, Matt Frawley, Corey Hirewira, Naira, Corey Horsburgh, Tom Starling, James Schiller, Pasami Salo, Albert Hopawadi, uh, Eita Malota, Trey Mooney, Atula Esamua, Brad Morkos, Elijah Anderson on the bench. Uh, the starting signs are pretty strong there for the Raiders. I don't know too much about uh, a lot of their those names that I was struggling to read out in the back end of that one as pretty pretty strong side for the Raiders though. Yeah, pretty solid. I think there's only a few players missing for them and one of them was the the fullback who was playing against the Dogs but got injured. Um, so Rappin is replacing him at fullback. But yeah, Jack Whiten, he played really, really well in the All-Stars game. So he's obviously going to be a big threat for us um, on on Sunday, we'll have to shut him down. Their forward pack, as always, is pretty solid. Hudson Young, Josh Papali'i both getting another run. Tarpanay as well with Harawira, Naira and Horsburgh on the bench. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're solid all around the field. They finished eighth last year for pretty good reason. Um, they're expected to be up there again this year because apparently they've got the softest draw in the entire comp. So, hmm. we'll see how that pans out for them. But... Yeah, they've they've got threats all across the park, and we're going to have to shut them down if we if we want to come away with the win. But obviously, priority I think for the trial is to get those guys a run out there and without getting injured. What are your thoughts on this side, Rob? Before we get to Rob Shajamas in a couple of segments' time, but <laughs> um, look, that's as strong a side as they could feel. They're they're going to be really hard to beat. You know, I'm not. No, I don't know if we can beat them. To be fair, that that's that is a really strong side. When you look at that extended mm. bench, um, I would have thought Tom Starling would be starting this year. He's not even in the seventeen. He looks like he's the, the first guy on the extended bench there. So, um, bit surprised with Danny Levi. Danny Levi is just a like a good strong runner from dummy half, but he's got the new brown Rua thing where he just. He's a big hog. He just goes, he'll just scoot from dummy half himself all the time. So I, I don't know. I mean, he's obviously training the, you know, the house down in Canberra, but yeah, I, I would have thought Starling would have got the nod, you know, well and truly ahead of Levi. But that, the, the size of that pack, um, you know, good, strong centers. Obviously, they're missing Xavier 
Savage, who got a broken jaw, unfortunately, um, on the weekend against Canterbury. Uh, so he's going to be out for quite a while. And, and obviously they've lost um, uh, Nickel Clockstad. They let him go to go to New Zealand. So I guess Rapana's their makeshift fullback. So hopefully we'll, we'll play well. But that, like, I don't know much about that extended bench other than, other than Starling and really can't read the other names. But, yeah, it's going to be a, a big match and hopefully it'll be pretty hot on Sunday and they'll get pretty tired. Right on to our partners in Mobile Corp. So, uh, Mobile Corp joined us as partners for this season. And as I try to find, there it is. Uh, so, Stephen yeah, from Mobile Corp, longtime listener of the Westlife podcast and passionate West Tigers uh, supporter. And you may remember Mobile Corp. They were the major sponsor of Balmain slash Sydney Tigers in the mid-90s under the guise of MLC Phones. And they have a saying in IT, there are only two types of companies, those who have been hacked and those who will be hacked. So uh, what can business owners do to protect themselves from cyber attack? Uh, they can get Mobile Corp. They're a family-run tech company that supports the West Tigers and was even a jersey sponsor back in 2007. Mobile Corp are passionate about helping protect businesses from cyber threats and for an affordable cyber security solution, go to mobilecorp.com.au support some Tiger fan company uh, and obviously Westlife uh, partners as well. Welcome to Mobile Corp. Righto, lower grades this weekend. Harold Matz, uh, Balmain are playing the Bears at the 8th Wonder of the World in Leichhardt Oval at 10.30 a.m. Nice to get a game. Still be pretty, will be pretty, still be pretty warm at 10.30, but get uh, get the game done in the morning. Uh, I guess by the back end of that game, it's going to be midday, 10 a.m. for the Maggies. They're playing out at Camden, which is, that's going to be pretty, Pretty toasty out that way, even more so than Leichhardt. I guess at least Leichhardt might have a little bit of a sea breeze, but uh, 10 a.m. against the Rabbitohs and SG Ball. So uh, Tigers-Bears at Leichhardt is at midday for Ball and then 4 p.m. in the afternoon for uh, Magpies-Rabbitohs out at Kirkham Oval, Camden. Uh, Harvey Norman, Women's Premiership and Tasha Gale, they're also at Camden, so they're in between those two uh Men's, do you call them men's, boys, games? They're under 18, men, men slash boys games. Uh, so the girls, 1 p.m. for Tasha Gale, 2.30 p.m. for Harvey Norman. So four games uh, back to back to back to back out in Camden if you can get along and support the Magpies slash West Tigers. Uh, Laurie Daly Cup, the MacArthur West Tigers are playing the Bulls in both Laurie Daly Cup and Andrew Johns Cup, 12 p.m. and 1.20 p.m. And they're playing in Leeton. Rob, where is Leeton? I should have looked that up. I have no idea where Leeton is. Uh, somewhere out in the country, so, isn't it? I'm not sure. Somewhere. I've heard of it. Uh, it's out it. near Griffith, I think. Oh, ask the country boy. Why don't, don't ask <laughs> there the country you go. I know there's a racetrack there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pon- ponies or... Yeah, ponies. Ponies. Righto, Rob Uh I haven't looked at the markets for... I'll look that up now, what the betting is for this game. I still think it's absolutely insane that you can bet on a, a trial. I actually heard a rumor of a player in another team's father having money on them to score a try on the weekend, and that said player did score a try 
so anyway, oh. let's see. I'm more disappointed that I wasn't in on that rot. Uh, Rob, what are you thinking for? Oh, look, if, if it goes game? on, if it goes on anything like the trial, I would. Uh, I'm going to pick three try scorers. I'm going to say Nick Kotrick, Jack Whiten, and Kenny Marmalo. I think I think Kenny's our best bet of scoring a try. Wouldn't surprise me if Danny Levi scores a try because he's such a hog. Uh, but I'm hoping our defence is, uh, you know, knows plenty about him and and his tricks. But yeah, Whiten's really hard to stop near the line, and uh, our right side always gets tested. And I'm pretty sure Kotrick will be on the left wing. Uh, so yeah, that that that'd be my prediction. Well, whoever plays left wing, put it that way. I'm assuming it's Kotrick. He played there last year, so. Yeah, they'd be my. Th- I'm not going to tip who's going to win the game because I don't like tipping against the Tigers. All right. So who who was that? Your try scorer, Kotrick. That so Kotrick, Whiten, and Mamalo. So Kotrick's a dollar eighty four. Whiten two thirty five. Uh, Kenny is dollar eighty four. So if you put them in a multi, you're probably getting five to one ish. Uh, Tigers are two dollars forty five. Raiders one fifty five. So Raiders. Heavily favourites in this. You never know in a trial by the second half um, when you've got the back end of the rosters on. That's why it's just it's just crazy that you can actually bet on True. these. But anyway, four and a half start for the Tigers. Uh, what are your predictions as for this one? Not that it matters in a trial, but <laughs> have some fun with it anyway. Yeah, I'd like to see us put up a good performance. I'm hoping we can score at least three tries, maybe four, um, see that the attack is looking solid. Um, five for that bonus point would be nice so we can stay far away from the the bottom of that um, preseason challenge table where we're rooted right now. But um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just want to, I want to see a good performance from the boys at attack. I'd like to see them show that there has been some work done defensively. If I had to choose it between the two, I'd prioritize defense. It would be nice to not see Canberra score a lot of points with all the weapons they have been. But like Rob, I'm, I'm not going to tip a winner because I don't think it's going to be us. <laughs> Alex Twall's 975 to score a try. Wouldn't it be pretty funny that he scores a try in a trial? Which and it never count. counts for anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, would that actually count? I don't think it would No, no, it no, doesn't count. No. It's a trial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is one player on the West Tigers that's paying more than Alex Twelve to score a try. Can you guess who it is? Oh, wow. Starter or bench? Starter. They don't, they don't have the bench. They've, they've only named starters. They haven't gone deep um, on the bench on this. Oh, they've, got, they've, they've only got the first 17. David Clemmer, yeah. David Clemmer, yeah. David wow. Clemmer's an extra. He's thirteen bucks to score a try. Maybe they're expecting him to not play a lot, lot of minutes compared to Tolly. I don't think he's a try scorer though. Like you'll you'll take yeah. a really hard hit up, but you're doing well to get through Tapane and Papali'i. I can see it with warm weather. Players just being a trial. They're not going to throw themselves into defence like it means that much. I can see it being like forty to thirty or something. No, I, I hear you. Try score, I, try I, score a bets. I'm like Aaron. Like, I, I know it's good for your multis and whatever to have try scores, but I'm like Aaron. I, I want to see our right edge, especially improving defense. Like, you know, yeah. attack, attack sells tickets, but defense wins games. You know what I mean? Like, we, we you know, if we're going to win games, we're going to have to learn to defend. 
So I, ju- I just hope that right edge in particular, because there was one really soft try down the middle, sort of halfway between the corner post and the, and the um, goal post, which was really soft. And then just, you know, uh, what's his name? The left winger for New Zealand getting outside Scolari all afternoon was really hard to watch. So I, I really hope that right side defence and the, that whole right edge is a lot better. And hopefully it will be. I can't not hear that name and not think of basketball with Squeak Scolari. Have you seen that movie? Rob? No, I might have, but I don't remember the name being mentioned. Look, no. look it up. It's uh, one of the greatest comedy movies of all time. It's done by the guys from South Park. I highly recommend it. One of my favorite movies of all time. Right, uh, on to Patreon. So uh, in our Discord, our Patreon members have dropped a couple of questions for them while I bring those up. Patreon.com forward slash Westlife. If you'd like to support the show from just three bucks a month, uh, get access to this Discord. Uh, as Rob said, even there was, I haven't read it yet, but someone dropped, it's not just Rob dropping bombs in there. The guys, yeah, saying stuff that they don't really want to put out public and lots of good discussions, uh, talking about other sports in there as well. So, uh, yeah, come join the fun. Righto, what have we got today? Just the one. CJ Tiger coming into the second trial with our hopes sky high. What do the boys think? A fail, pass, and dream result against a patchy Canberra side uh, other than coming through injury-free. For me, a pass... um, A pass for me would be... It's all down down to starters minutes for me. In the back end of the game, when it's not starters on, on... on the field, don't really care that much. So the scoreboard at the end of 80 minutes, I don't care that much. If the starters are thereabouts with the Raiders starters, I think that's a pass for me. A dream result, uh, I don't know, winning, like winning by anything, I think is a dream result. A fail, um, conceding 50, like just as Rob said, if they're not, if our edge defense looks rubbish. Still, like, just yeah, a fail will be basically killing our hopes and dreams. It's it's a trial and doesn't mean that much. But if our starters come out and they, yeah, look like the starters were last week, obviously a fairly different roster. But that'll be a fail for me. What about you, As? Um, so I'm gonna go uh, defensively for mine. I'm gonna say the pass is conceding uh, less than twenty points. 20 points or less. The fail is going to be four or more tries down either of our edges combined. Uh, dream result, an injury-free win. What about you, Roberto? I uh, hadn't thought about the dream result, but I think Aaron summed that up pretty well. Yeah, An, in- an injury-free win would be perfect. Um, Josh, I'm going to take in the- on board what you just said. I think that's really poignant about like what we do while the first grade units out there. Mm. So I'm going to make my pass mark. If we've kept the Raiders to 12 points or less at halftime, and if we have scored more than 12 points at halftime, I think that would be a success because that'll be pretty much first grade players on both sides of the field. So the news, sorry to change the subject a little bit. Someone in the comments did ask about the Moses update from before. So, this inside word saying the club is not confident about Moses and he heard that they haven't even made a formal offer yet. So uh, 
by the sounds of it, it might drag out a little while longer. That, that so, we haven't made a formal offer. Yeah, that. Oh sounds no, that's like not. A, that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. We we all know that we've made. Jeez, but our come to the Discord and let come to the Discord and Rob can tell you why you're wrong. Another no, we'll, another fun. Oh, Will can tell you why. <laughs> we'll talk right. about it after the sh- after the show. I'll, I'll read it read it's it properly. Confusing. We can all uh, read it properly. But we we appreciate all the guys. We love yous and girls. Um, yeah, shout out Carla in there as well. Right, moving on. Oh, we might scrape under an hour this week. This episode, boys, doing well, doing well. Uh, just a reminder: the West Tigers season predictions episode in uh, the Monday heading into round one. Uh, click the link. There'll be a link in this episode that you're listening to. There's a link. Uh, our link tree is on our social media pages. If you go to our profile page for Instagram or Twitter, click that link. It brings up a menu of stuff. There's Click that thing. It brings up the Google form. So take part. We've had um, a few dozen people jump on that. Last I checked, I haven't checked it since yesterday, but thank you to everyone who's put it in. I think As has put his his in as well. So um I dropped an absolute beauty of a um of a bold prediction. So I'm looking forward okay. to seeing if mine ends up getting read out. Oh no nah, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read out the bold prediction by my co host. <laughs> we can pull some strings there, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just a comment I'll, I'll address. Freezy asked, what's the Discord the guys are on about? So Discord, for those who don't, I guess, talking about Discord, you don't if you don't know what it is, I didn't know what it was until a mate put me onto it a few years ago. It's basically an app for creating chat your own private chat rooms. That's essentially what it is. So it's just an app to, it's, it's very big for the gaming people. I, I said I sounded so old when I just said that, but I'm not big on gaming. I'm a, um, more of a sports person, a sports nerd than a gaming nerd. I do like a, playing a bit of 2K, but I'm not very good at it. Shame on cricket back in the day, but uh, it's big. It's big for gamers, but um, yeah, for rugby league fans as well. So um, yeah, shouts to Galaxy Footy exp- explaining. Uh, in the in the comments on YouTube, there for me, probably do a better job than I just did. Say, Josh, that if you don't like NBA and NFL, like each, we've got a different page for each thing. Like when we're talking rugby league, it's rugby. Yeah, league. it's different. They're called channels. They're different channels. Yeah, right. So yeah, so we have um, an NBA one going. There's an NFL. There's an EPL one for the guys who like uh, who like the round ball game. So um, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of sports fans with. Yeah, mostly West Tigers with a bit of bit of fries on the side of other sports. So, um, yeah, if you want to take part, patreon.com forward slash West Life. Uh, righto. Next episode, Monday night, 8.30 p.m., the review of this trial on Monday night. Do you guys reckon, just quickly, do you guys recognize the guy in the photo that I chose for the graphic this week? Might be a bit small on your phone. It's Tom Leroy Love. No, former tiger, former tiger. I can't see. Look, it's okay. okay. It's, I forgot you're on your phone. It uh, it's Bronson Harrison. I was oh, trying to think of a. Bronson. I was trying to think of a. I was trying to think of a raider, a raider, a tiger turned raider that I could put on the uh, on the graphic. Bronson Harrison. Yeah, no, I didn't recognize him. Shouts, shouts to him. We'll try and get him on the show one day. Um, yeah, eight thirty p.m. 
Monday night. Tune in on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, boys, any parting words before we head in the trial on Sunday? I'll be heading out to Belmore myself. Shouts Joe, Joey Alafachi hooking me up with my ticket. Uh, yeah, any any parting words as we head into the final trial of the off-season? No, not at all. Just um, Let's just accept this happy stuff. It's done now. Uh, and let's hope uh, we're right for round one in, in three weeks with a full crew on board. And as yeah, I pretty much have to agree. It's good to have the footy back. We've got another slate of games to watch this weekend. As long as they not the players aren't get aren't too hot, hot or overheated. So hopefully the players can stay fit, healthy, and um, uninjured. And here's to a better performance for our boys in particular than what we saw last week. Yeah, yeah. Pray to whatever God it is that you believe in. No injuries. No injuries. That's what we want. Right, if boys and everyone in the chat. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday evening. As always, go the Tigers. Fire up, Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash Westlife Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash Westlife and give us a subscribe 